Welcome to Season 5 of the Shock Your Potential Podcast with your host, best-selling author and international speaker, Michael Sherlock. The Shock Your Potential Podcast is dedicated to entrepreneurs looking to up their game, increase their income, and scale their businesses to new heights. Shock Your Potential is a professional services company providing affordable services to small businesses, matching entrepreneurs with virtual assistants, and offering specialized leadership and sales training to companies around the world. Learn more today at shockyourpotential.com and listen in now to another motivating episode that will help you to shock your potential. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Shock Your Potential. I am your host, Michael Sherlock, and all month long, we're talking about business and technology and technology in business and how when they work together, you can have some amazing things happen. But we're also going to talk about some ways that technology might help you personally, even outside the business realm. My guest today is Jeff Arnold. He's president of RightSure Inc. He's been an industry leader for nearly 30 years, and he's an expert on something we you know, we all need, we probably wish we didn't need it, but it's important, especially when you absolutely do need it. He deals in insurance. He's also an expert on insurance mergers and acquisitions, managing deals ranging from six figures to more than a hundred million. He's also a prolific writer. He's authored now, I hear, five books, uh, four of them number one best-selling books on insurance and technology, including a couple great names, The Art of the Insurance Deal and How to Beat Your Insurance Company which I know we're going to talk about. And his writings and leadership focus on re-engineering the insurance environment to be more, get this, policyholder friendly. Can you imagine that? Wow, this is going to be good. I bet, you know, he might not have all friends within the insurance industry if he's trying to do that. And his latest venture is a newly created platform called RateGuard. It's a done-for-you service leveraging RightShare's award-winning and innovative technology that intends to end insurance shopping. But then how are we going to watch commercials, but ending it not only as we know it, but to disrupt the entire insurance ecosystem. I can't wait to get into this. Jeff, thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much, Michael. I, I am excited to be here. I, I know we're going to wish we had longer time, but let's unpack what we can in this short amount of time. Oh, you use all my right words too. I talk about unpacking a lot. Well, I hit the highlights of your bio. Tell us a little bit more about you, your business, your books, whatever you want to talk about, but mostly how what you do helps people to shock their insurance potential. Yeah, so part, part of it is uh, the, the word that no one likes to talk about, right? Their eyes roll back mm -hmm. in their head and they yawn, insurance. So we'll try not to use that word a lot. Uh, we'll use words like risk transfer or risk financing, but uh, or, you know, basically at the end of the day, what the industry does is sell legal contracts. We'll just leave mm -hmm. it at that and we'll open people's eyes and mindset up to uh, other ways to think about it and mm -hmm. then ways technology is disrupting it and ways technology can, can not only shock your potential, but shock your checkbook for the good. How's that, right? So that's, oh, that's keep, brilliant. Keep the people engaged, maybe. You already have me because I'm like risk transfer. Of course, that's exactly what it is. And you're absolutely right. They're selling legal contracts. I've never thought of it that way before, but you're absolutely spot on with that. Yeah, thanks so much. What, uh, you know, in our, in our business, which is, you know, hundreds and hundreds of years old, actually dated back to the Chinese, um, it is really, in the beginning, uh, I'll bore you with this short story, right? So it, 
uh, at its ethos, it's risk transfer. It's transferring risk amongst multiple parties. And it used to be the Chinese used it instead of um, when they were traveling the goods around through ships, they would just transfer some of the risk onto another person's ship or to another person's ship. And they would you know, split their cargo two or three ways to transfer it. Well, as people became more sophisticated in, in managing risk, they would just pay a fee right? A premium, a coin, a shekel, uh, that if something happened to my cargo on my ship, that you would take care of it. And thus was born the Lloyds of London of the world that everyone knows about that'll ensure anything from movie stars' legs to satellites. But uh, <laughs> at the end of the day, it literally is just risk transfer and the selling and packaging of a legal contract. Mm, absolutely. Well, and I also just, just, I meant to do this in your intro. I totally forgot. I love on your, uh, on your um, website with right sure. It says we insure everything from pets to jets. I mean, it's very, very catchy, <laughs> but it really goes back to that heart of the fact that you can um, insure almost anything. And I, yeah, I remember in the eighties, like, you know, who somebody was their lips or something or their butt, somebody, some famous person insured her butt. Maybe it was JLo something. I don't know. I'm like, how do, why do you, it's weird, but I get it, I guess. And if somebody wants to write the contract and somebody wants to pay the money, there you go. That, that is exactly true. And it's everything from lips to, I mean, uh, Betty Grable's legs at one point. So this goes way back, right? And, and many athletes ensure their ability to earn a, a check and right. get on the field. They'll, um, and the beautiful people of the world ensure their faces. I are not one of them, but there are some <laughs> that, <laughs> that, have, that are blessed with such great beauty that they want to preserve it, uh, its financial ability to earn. But yeah. It's interesting. I have a friend of mine um, that uh, he was a psychiatrist long ago and he had an insurance. I think he called it, you know, some sort of like golden parachute kind of thing, but it was, if he ever um, couldn't work in that field anymore that he, you know, would receive this, whatever, whatever his insurance payout was. And he, he had a lot of stressful things going on. And he's like, I can't do it anymore. I can't listen to other people's problems and deal with my own. So he, he um, exercised that, that uh, insurance contract and then went and did something completely different. So, you know, the only caveat was that you couldn't go back into that field again. And, uh, so I, and when he told me that, I was like, that's, I mean, that's really brilliant too. I would have never yeah. thought of that. Yeah, if you can imagine it, and as you stated earlier, want to pay a premium, there is a contract for it mostly, right? So, yeah. So talk about, you know, what you're building now and how this is going to disrupt the uh, the whole environment. Because I'm very, that just makes yeah. me like to want to rub my hands together and go. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? And, you know, it's a, it is a passion project for certain, right? And so, again, I've been doing this 31 years. I'm an aged man. Um, but uh, it, it's my passion. And, of course, when you talk to people about insurance before I started writing the books it was like how far can I get away from you at a cocktail party because that's boring mm -hmm. right but it's just it's it's so uh, such a part of my being that I, that I love every part about it and most people just think about the costs and the premiums right um, but so what we've done in our rate guard technology is is pretty unique and revolutionary so basically uh, we've had uh, lots of people coding for a long time to find every available discount by every insurance company on our platform to help people save money, right? And so mm -hmm. uh, consumers, as you can imagine, uh, over the years have been programmed by all the, the, the media and the, um, and the commercials by insurance companies to think yeah. that the only differentiator is price, right? right. Um, nothing 
nothing could be further from the truth. And I would submit to your listeners this, that in everything, you know that you get what you pay for. But in our industry, for some reason, you believe it to be, you know, this, uh, um, this ev that everything's the same, right? That it's all a commoditized product. And, and nothing could be further from the truth. If you're getting a really cheap deal, you've probably got a contract with lots of exclusions filled in it. So mm -hmm. uh, long story short, we created uh, RateGuard, which is kind of a done-for-you insurance shopping platform. Again, the, that's uh, has discount discovery infused in it and a lot of artificial intelligence behind it and a lot of analytics and algorithms, just tech speak, right? Mm -hmm. At the end of every renewal or prior to the end of every renewal, it reshops done for you, all of your mm -hmm. insurance policies from pets to jets to make sure you're getting the best deal. Admittedly, the best deal does not always mean the lowest premium. And so mm -hmm. that's when we use our artificial intelligence to pull out the contract language and say, not that people want to spend that much time on it, but this is what's covered. This is what's not, just so you know. And so it's, you know, again, it's it's a way to, uh, I guess, kind of get some excitement around something that everyone wants to go to sleep over and they just want to pay as little as they can because, you know, a lot of times we, we don't want to use it um, right. and, and have it done for you. I will say this, that um, the first 25 years if I can go down a little rabbit hole here, um, I, I didn't have this kind of mindset. It was a shift as I was writing my my second book, How to Beat Your Insurance Company. I asked um, one of our admin folks, um, you know, let's just do an aggregate. Some of our long-term clients, how much have they paid? And you would be amazed if you look back over your life, and every one of your listeners, this will be true, the minimum that you will pay over your life is a quarter million dollars, $250,000. In my research, and I'm not a super successful person, we've um, spent more than $400,000 on insurance. Now that's life insurance, health insurance. I have four kids, auto, home, boats, RVs, whatever, I have you know, some toys, but you're gonna spend a significant amount of money for insurance. So instead of thinking about it as just, let me spend 15 minutes and save 15%, we teach people using our platform think holistically about what you're going to spend in your lifetime and develop a plan. So I won't get into much more of a sales pitch there, but that's just kind of a background about why the technology was built. Because if someone in the space can spend that much money, aware of, intentional about what I'm buying, what are other people doing? So, Well, and that's such, I mean, that's really great data to have. But it's also really important when you put it in perspective, not only of what's what's covered, what's not, you know, those things that when you find out the, you know, how bad your insurance is, it's because something bad's happened, you know, but to think then, you know, what's saving 15% when you look at those numbers versus having more security, you know, of mind or having purchased the right decision or the right, uh, um, the right policy when you needed it. And I mean, I think just about the people that um, since the pandemic, uh, just in one, in one aspect, think about travel insurance, like travel insurance, that thing that you, that I don't, but people will click on, you know, as you're purchasing your plane ticket, you know, and how many people would like, oh, well, that's only $32 more to insure me. And if you're not reading that, fine print, you're paying the, the airline $32 that is not, never going to benefit you. I mean, it doesn't mean you're going to get your flight back or, you know, those, the, the, um, the decision to make some of those uh, moves really entails reading and understanding and understanding what risk you're willing to take for what price. 
through, you know, caveat emptor, right? Buyer beware of everything, right? Not just legal contracts, everything, insurance. But yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. It's a valid point. Absolutely. Well, Jeff, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to hear from our sponsor and we will be right back. Do you want to be a go-to expert that news reporters, anchors, and media producers turn to? Are you a media professional looking for credible, reliable, and timely guests? If you answered yes to either of those questions, then Shock Your Media Potential is for you. This one-of-a-kind platform connects vetted experts with news professionals around the globe. As a part of our launch celebration, you can participate for free in our Shock Your Media Potential virtual conference running March 28th through April 1st. Together with my co-host, Eddie Luisi, known as stage manager to the stars, and also stage manager for Good Morning America, we have interviewed 25 media personalities and professionals to ask them the questions you need to know the answers to. Like, how can I make myself more newsworthy? How do I best pitch a story? How do I get invited back again and again? And much more. Some of our guests are household names with exceptional on-camera careers. Others are award-winning directors, producers, camera operators, audio engineers, celebrity hair and makeup professionals, and so much more. To learn more about our platform and our conference today, go to shockyourmediapotential.com. And we are back with Jeff Arnold, and we are talking all things, we aren't going to use that I word too much more, but risk transference. We're going to talk about contracts, all those things. But right before the break, you were talking about how even coming up with this new platform was really inspired by you starting to write your books. I know you've written several, published several. Talk a little bit about your books and not only what made you want to write them, but talk a little bit about more about what you learned about yourself and your business through that process of writing. Yeah, thanks so much. So uh, unbeknownst to me, I never knew I had it in me. But once uh, <clears throat> I was challenged by a friend uh, to, to write them, you know, I'll, if I could back up just a little bit to uh, tell you that story. And so Absolutely. I'm very fortunate in um, in my late 30s, um, again, because I'm an aged dead man, it's, it's a little while back. <laughs> but I, I uh, worked for a guy who really I got to stand on his shoulders, right? Not everyone can say that because we're too busy trying to make our own plays or stake our own flag. And I had the good sense to just shut up and listen and, and drink in from it every time uh, him and some other people talk. And uh, at one point, after we'd acquired some 40 different companies together um, and uh, two insurance companies had ran, he challenged me, older man, he said, Jeff, I think you should catalog, memorialize, uh, mm -hmm. consolidate all these in, into a book because what you've done, young man, of at the time I was in my 40s in, he's like, is, <laughs> is not everyone is done. And so uh, I took him at his word and I started to do it. And it is, if you've ever written a book, it's a very, it's part cathodic, Cathartic, cathartic, sorry, mm -hmm. <laughs> they weren't fitful, right? And you want to rewrite everything. And then one day when you get it just right, you come back to it the next day and like, well, this is excrement. I, why did you, know, you just start all over? <laughs> so it, it was, so the journey inside was wonderful, right? That part was great. Um, it was a validation because I was, uh, that I've come a long way because I was, I was literally the worst student you could ever have in school um, <laughs> because so many teachers just took me to the principal's office and said, 
this kid cannot be in my class, right? Because in the, in the 70s, we didn't have uh, ADD medicine. We just spanked us, right? And so after yeah. they got tired of spanking me, they're like, I can't spank you anymore. Like, you can't, I cannot hit you any harder. You can't be here. But I mean, so it was a journey and I feel bad for those teachers, not, not me, because, uh, you know, I should have been medicated. <laughs> But, exactly. but but getting to the point to be able to sit down and do this and do something after being such a horrible student um, was really kind of a cool. So it was a healing internal, like really cool moment too. Um, and then also professionally it validated that, that what we had done and long story short, I thought I'd written this great thing and anybody was going to pay me to publish this. Well, that's where the universe hits you back really hard. And it's like, mm, how bad do you really want this? And so uh, I got rejected by uh many, many publishers, like mm -hmm. uh, a lot. And then I stumbled across something in Forbes one day that said, you know, 10 things to do with $20,000 or something like that. And one of the things hidden amongst there was publish your own book. I was like, mm -hmm. well, I'll do it. And so long story short, not to belabor the point, but so I self-published the first one. Um, mm -hmm. And then um, I found someone to help me with, with the rest of them. And uh, here we are five books later. It's been wonderful. Um, yeah. It's all about one subject kind of insurance but but everyone tells me because no one's going to buy an insurance book but everyone tells me that uh the um the missionary economic zeal in me kind of the preacher's kid in me comes out in in all of them and so there's a, a lot of resonance and a lot of uh connectivity amongst life things not so much insurance right so mm -hmm. yeah no i totally get it and i i have to laugh at the uh, whole description of the editing process because my very first book i wrote in six weeks and then after eight months of editing my husband said you you just have to publish this like you cannot sit here anymore the next book i got done a lot faster and i was like whatever just put it out there <laughs> i found it's all the true. mistakes later i'm like screw it you it's know. experience right it, it is um and let's challenge any of your listeners that are at that space where you're just paralyzed with the yeah. next sentence or just just be done with it i mean or just move on yeah. no one's no one's work is perfect um yeah. i listened to a guy who says that he write rewrites most sentences five to six times oh, and that's works. super difficult right i mean yeah. you can't get perfection so yeah just some of you if they're listening uh, you know, get some help or just move on. Right? Exactly. I know. I actually, uh, I actually have uh, four more books in motion. One's a novel and it's almost done. I mean, I'm like 30 pages from being done, but I haven't been able to work on it for the past three months because of other projects. So once my son's wedding is over next week, <laughs> that's the there next thing that gets finished. So I'm very excited, but yeah, I have three other business books in motion. And I think I'm just going to, you know, people are like, well, shouldn't you just like put them out every once in a while? I said, I'm going to put them all out at one time. I'm going to get them all done. That's <laughs> right. Just go crazy. <laughs> agreed. Do a box set on Amazon or whatever vendor you use and do it with a book. So yeah, agreed. I yeah. love it. So, um, you know, you were again, back to the statement, which I just really loved, you know, you were talking about, um, you know, this new platform and, and, you know, having people, I mean, the joy of it for people to not only have somebody else do all the, uh, the, um, the research part of, of insurance uh, plans and premiums and all that for you, but understanding the differences from it, but that you're so passionate about this because in part because of what you were, you know, um, taking that time to reflect on as you were writing and, you know, be, you know, when you have that time to have that distance from your work and your successes, 
um, it must have been really fun to go, okay, now is the time I'm going to bring all this together. Like, I'm going to start putting all these pieces. And you said, even before we began taping, and I wrote it down, I love it. You said, you know, you, what did you say? You said something about first year, in the first 10 years of your career, you're learning, then you're earning, and now you're giving back. Do you feel like this is kind of coming to a full circle moment for you? Really do, right? So when we look back, I mean, I've got a lot of years to work. I love it. I have no desire to slow down. But when you look back, uh, you know, there are definite phases of your career, right? As there is in your family life, your personal life and everything. Um, and uh, it's if you can look back on it with with fondness, like I'm able to and consolidate it all into this this offering now, it's really neat, right? And so what, what this rate guard, our platform's been able to do is infuse this discount discovery technology with something we've always been known for, which is our famously friendly humans, right? So we're known by everyone, by our famously friendly humans. They're like, where do you get people like that, right? Like anybody I talked to in the company is just fantastic. And it's because we've intentionally set about saying, we are not gonna let technology shackle our people and our processes. So everything, and so what we you know, literally did, we took two years to design this, is so when customers call into our call center, um, you know what is the, the, the direction that they're wanting to go? Instead of trying to migrate, it will force them to do what our technology and our platform does. And so it was built using our famously friendly humans, layering in artificial intelligence with our code, our discount discovery technology and our rate card. And so it's really, really unique, right? Um, uh, I, I, the next CEO of our company has been, will be gifted everything in a box, right? It's like, don't tinker with it, just step on the gas and go. It's taken us a long time to get here, but we're getting some exceptional growth and, and that's what's fun about it, right? And so uh, mm -hmm. look back on the long years of, of hard labor uh, and not just to say we're a technology company, but again, our famously friendly humans is, is our hallmark. That's what we're known for. And we use technology to accelerate that. It's not what we are. It's just I a love part it. of what we are. I love that. I love famously friendly humans. Um, but I also love how important that is to you in the midst of the technology, because I think some people... Uh, will assume at times that more technology means less human contact. Um, and sometimes the way we use technology can free us up to have better human contact. So just because it's different doesn't mean one's better or worse, but it does allow the opportunity there. Agreed. So many people want technology to, to be the end all for you with everything, right? Mm -hmm. Technology does not in itself create growth. It allows great companies to accelerate that growth. At the mm -hmm. end of the day, you still have to have your humans. And one thing, famously friendly humans in our space, one thing that you know we just we challenge our people to do all the time is we say there is no A team anymore. You always get the B, C, or D team. And so we're like, look, when they call us, we are the A team, right? There is no hold for 25 minutes or let me find it, I'll call you back. You don't push 15 buttons, right? You get a human within 30 to 45 seconds unheard of right in large oh companies God. like our size and so yeah. but you have to be intentional you have to think about the customer journey the customer experience in this boring segment insurance mm -hmm. which people would call it boring by the way to me it's the most awesome sexy exciting and fun industry ever but i'm on an island and i know that but when you're intentional about that user experience that customer journey you can wow people and like you were saying, if you try to use technology just for profitability and just for financial gain, it'll be short-lived, right? We're trying to create a long legacy here. So 
Technology is part of it, but it's infused with our humans. I love it. I absolutely love it. Now, Jeff, I know we're going to have all of your contact information on our show notes, but just in case somebody's like, I can't wait to look up the show notes. I need to find him now in this company. What's the best way for them to reach you? Yes, if I may, two quick websites. And so it's my personal one is jeffarnold.com, jeffarnold.com. And then the company I'm so proud of and so happy to be part of is rightsure.com. And I'll just spell that. It's R-I-G-H-T-S-U-R-E.com. Excellent. I love it. Now you've already given us a lot of wisdom, but just in case, do you have any last words of wisdom or pearls of advice for my listeners and viewers? I think one that when we were talking, that kind of bubbled up kind of instantly, it's short, succinct, but powerful, is there are no ordinary moments, right? So you've got a wedding coming up. That's going to be an unparalleled moment. You've got books coming out. Those are, I mean, if you're able to be in that moment and drink those moments in, they're few and far between. But I think if you just use that statement, I didn't create it, right? I copied it from someone. Uh, There are no ordinary moments. It allows you to to look at things a bit different, take them out and turn them around and think about them differently. I love it. Jeff, it was an absolute pleasure. I, uh, you have a lot of incredible positive energy. Um, I love what you're trying to accomplish. And I love how you made us all think a little bit differently about a word that some people don't like to say out loud, but maybe we can approach it differently and think about it from this perspective. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thanks so much for having me. It's been wonderful. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Shock Your Potential podcast. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com, including details on Michael's two best-selling books. Tell me more, how to ask the right questions and get the most out of your employees, and sales mixology, why the most potent sales and customer experiences follow a recipe for success. And as always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and like us today.